Welcome back to Thinking About It. We're glad that you've joined us to uh, just think about things. And Stan, uh, lately, uh, we've been asked questions, some of them by uh, perceptive children in our church. Um, Questions about the future, questions about heaven. And we want to think about that right now. We've already kind of started this conversation offline, but uh, we want to answer that question. What's so good about heaven? Wow, we're going to use up a bit of time talking about that, I would think. Yeah, I hope it's good. I don't necessarily know how to answer that question for a child. Well, it is a bit of a challenge, of course. And and often the way that question is phrased is in terms of what is heaven like? And that leads me into probably another one of my Mm hang-ups. And that is, it's one thing to talk about what is heaven like now. Um, I mean, Scripture speaks of it now in such a way that we would say for a believer who dies, well, life after death means uh, apart from the body, present with the Lord. Uh, a, a, A disembodied kind of conscious life, which the Bible tells us next to nothing about, really. So that, that's, but, so that's what we might say about the present. But But what they're really thinking about often is, like, what's the ultimate when the end of all things? And there, the the biblical language of the book of Revelation is, not only the book of Revelation, but certainly Revelation 21 and 22, a new heaven and a new earth. And John has a vision of the new Jerusalem, the abode of the righteous coming down from heaven. Is that literal? Well, it's, it's real. But I take it it's described in using a fair bit of figurative language, mm-hmm. but the figures describe something real, the experience of the people of God. But the, the picture is of a, of a renewed creation, redeemed creation. And so new heaven and new earth. So that's why I argue that Scripture, when it talks about the ultimate, final, eternal salvation, the language is not vertical, that of leaving earth and going to heaven, it's horizontal. We enter the kingdom of God in its fullness. We enter the new heavens and new earth in which we, as resurrected people, body and soul, will experience life in a perfected, renewed creation with possibilities beyond what we can even imagine. So new heaven and new earth doesn't mean we'll be abiding in the heaven, or at least the sky or outer space or something, but our, ab- our abode will be on the earth. Well, I take it, well, on the <clears throat> earth. We're not going to heaven. On, right. The language is not going to heaven as in I leave earth behind and I go to heaven and I spend eternity strumming unreal harps on unreal clouds. Mm-hmm. Um, that isn't the picture. The picture is of... of God comes down, as it were, to dwell with us, his people. The new Jerusalem descends. But we inherit the whole thing, it would seem, the new heaven and new earth. Uh, we, Revelation 22 describes us as reigning with Christ in the new heaven and new earth, which, which has to apply some kind of activity of managing the new creation. Um, now, 
What exactly will that mean? Well, we don't know the details, but it's certainly a positive vision of of what what some have called life after life after. So, death. to what extent would that bring us back to Eden? Well, it takes us back to a perfected world, but but to a um, a world beyond Eden. I mean, Eden Eden was sinless, and yet it was undeveloped. I mean, the Adam and Eve were given the task of of managing, stewarding this created order, and which would imply all sorts of things about about developing it, and and yet. So in the future, there may still be development to do in the new heaven and new earth. But just imagine all the creative possibilities for all eternity. Imagine, for example, even in this life, we've had people walk on the moon. We, we can send people into space. People can live, humans can live apart from earth for extended periods of time. What may be true in the new heaven and new earth? Um, imagine the space travel that might be possible. At the heart of it all, of course, the biblical picture is God will, he, God will be our God. We will be his people. He will come to dwell with us. Um, Christ, the Lamb of God, will be, he'll be the light of the eternal city. Um, picture is new heaven new earth no more sea for, for some of us you know we when we think of the seaside we think of wonderful vacation but the sea in in the ancient mm-hmm. world conveyed more the idea of a threat yeah it brought the enemy to their shore right so no more sea no need for the luminaries the sun and the moon and the way we need them now so obviously it's going to be an adjusted creation but we will be whole persons. We, the biblical hope is at the return of Christ, our bodies will be raised. They will be transformed, but, but we will be embodied creatures forever. God made us to be that, and, and ultimate salvation includes that. So I think we, to that to that uh, 12-year-old who asks about what will heaven be like, it's a chance to say it's going to be heaven, but more than that. It's going to be heaven and earth brought into unity. It's going to be mm-hmm. things that are valuable in this life will find an <clears throat> echo there. You know, when I dream a dream, uh, my ideal circumstance, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm retired. I'm not working in the, in the sense that I've got to punch a clock. Um, I'm traveling with someone I love, my wife. I'm exploring beautiful things about creation I've never had time to do before because I had to eat, I had to work. And so um, I'm happy, I'm well-fed, I'm discovering things, I'm in a relationship with someone, I'm not worried. Um, Is that a little bit of heaven here on earth? And can I expect more of that? In when I say heaven, I mean in the eschaton, in the future eternal state. Well, I would think so. Um, I mean, one of the ways of thinking about, speaking about the kingdom of God in Scripture is it's both now and not yet. It's both here 
in in um, a kind of preliminary preview form, mm-hmm. which will f- come to its fullness and and all that it's meant to be in in the age to come. Um, there's this there's these tantalizing statements at the end of Revelation 21, talking about the new heavens, new heaven and new earth, and it says. The kings of the earth will bring their glory into it, which, which seems to suggest things that are really good in the present will somehow find their way into that life, to, that eternal mm. life to come, mm. but perhaps in a, to a greater extent, uh, intensified uh, so, you know, what will it mean? I, I assume it will probably mean music that is really good and achieves God good, God's good purposes will Composed somehow, by sinners. But spe- sinners redeemed and speaking truth yeah. will, will somehow find its way into that world to come. Maybe, maybe the, uh, the instrumental music of... Mozart and Beethoven. I, we don't know. I mean, Scripture does say, I hasn't seen, mm-hmm. ear hasn't heard, all the things that mm-hmm. God has prepared for those who love him. And yet, and yet we've been given a glimpse. Resurrected as whole persons, um, made like Christ, so that as, as you and I make our way through the new mm-hmm. heaven and new earth together, we will we will do it as um, friends who are perfected yeah. in our humanity. Yeah, it'll be better, not different necessarily, but better than what we can imagine. Right, better. We will we will still be humans, but we'll be we'll be perfected humans, you know, and so know, our relationships will be all that they ought to be. I often say that the church is a little piece of that. I mean, it's not perfect. Believe me. <laughs> we not, agree know, on that. I don't know why I say it anymore, but but in theory, there are times when the church gathers together, the people of God in community, worshiping God, affirming his scripture, loving one another, multicultural where you just get a little sense that is this what heaven is going to be like and i think i think it is i think that's that's part of the earnest the deposit that we have and it's it's one of the ways that we are a light to the gentiles and we're able to say look if this is what it's like in an imperfect state with people who struggle to be like jesus what what will it be like when sin is removed it'll be like this only much 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 better Oh yeah, this uh, to a much higher power, mm-hmm. and um, because the kingdom to come has made itself present in this world, in 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 one form, with the coming of the king the first time, when he comes the second time, it will all find its its real fulfillment. You even have that in in Jesus' language with the apostles at that final Passover meal. When he says, I, I, won't, I won't drink of this cup again with you until I drink it in a new way mm-hmm. in the kingdom of God. And then the party comes. The party. One, one, one way of describing the, the eschaton is a, a banquet, mm-hmm. marriage supper of, of the lamb. And 
Yeah, the <laughs> the eternal party plus meaningful right. work. So, okay, meaningful work. So um, we're talking to a 12-year-old now, maybe younger. And we say work. You know, there's going to be work after I die and be with Jesus. You know how they speak. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the future. Um, there's going to be work, like homework. I'm not so sure I'm... I'm interested. Like, how do we answer the question about work in a sinless and eternal day? Oh, I, I think I think as as parents or grandparents, for example, we we can say, you know, as 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 God told Adam and Eve back in Genesis three, sometimes our work is painful and problematic and frustrating, but not always. There there is. Almost all of us know what it is to experience mm-hmm. good work. Mm-hmm. We have we have tasks to do that are mm-hmm. meaningful, that contribute mm-hmm. to God's purposes for this world, that meet the needs of other people, and yeah. and we enjoy it. Just like just like if I'm talking to my to a my grandson, I might say, sometimes you find your homework really interesting. Sometimes not so interesting. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's really interesting to yeah. learn the things you Amen. learn. There's going to be a whole lot to learn about the new heaven and okay. new earth. Okay, you opened up the subject of grandkids. I just want to say I have a my grandson. Um, he's in the, he's in the Lego, right? He builds complicated battleships and all sorts of things with moving parts with Lego. That's a lot of work, but he loves it. That's right. He says, Look at this, Poppy. Look what I've done. Said, I'm, I'm impressed. You know, what will that kid be like in the eternal day? Well, speaking of work, Stan, our work for the last 15 minutes has come to end. One of our readers or watchers or hearers, listeners, said that he appreciates the fact that we're short. We stick to 15 minutes. It's just perfect for him. So for his sake and others, uh, we're going to need to call it a day. We will. And uh, we'll hopefully have you back for more conversation and thinking about it next time. Thanks for listening. Keep on thinking.